Hey, folks, sorry about all the previous weeks. Oh, yeah, but not just like for us. Yes, yes, sorry. Yeah, so uh, we're back. We have a good show. It's very funny in pockets. We did discuss the Capitol and uh, other shit. But if you if you skip this one because you don't want to hear what we have to say, you're going to miss some funny shit, especially at the end there. I don't know. I <laughs> Literally the worst words that a man could hear. <laughs> I had it. I won't say yeah. it. I'm going to make you work for it, but I feel like I was I, you in, feel in, sick in the you know, in the break between end to now yeah. to intro. It's I mean, I cannot imagine any worse words that a man could hear. Well, cuz it's 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 making you think about what's coming even more. Right, it's it's not even the event itself, right? Yeah. It's like if this is our beginning point. Yeah. It's it's an Amtrak ride I don't want to be on, you yeah. know. And to, to think that, it, anyways, y'all will get there and you'll see yeah, and, and you'll know. We'll keep the intro, extra but it short. is capital heavy. We didn't we didn't really touch on some things and it's fine. But we'll get back in the groove. It was just now it's starting to get cold to ship. Yeah. So this was a funny episode. You should enjoy it, and hopefully we'll see you all next week. Bye. Well, I don't want to ruin it. Well, I don't ruin it. It's right. we're recording now. I do have a... Well, to, uh, out of the gate, happy 2021. We're using no box. No box. It's a bit freer. I kind of figured there's nothing out here for our voices to reverberate off of. So I, I, guess don't, the, I don't know how much of a difference the box... Yeah. We'll find out. If it's mm-hmm. super outdoorsy and echoey, you might have to go back you to might get, the you, box. My concern would be more for the your phone and the being... Relatively close to the heat. There's no? not a lot of heat here. Okay. So well, you'll hear the crackle. If nothing else, you're going to get a very uh, a very Ken Burns experience <clears throat> here. God, what, is anybody ever going to help that man with his haircut? I think he did. I watched a documentary uh, over the weekend. I won't say that it's not it's not good. You know, it's still dyed. Right. It's still too long and doesn't. <laughs> but it's not the bowl cut. Oh, okay. that, that you'd be used to. Hmm. But to think he went his whole uh, a career with a 13-year-old Mo from the Three Stooges haircut. It looks like like a poor white trash, do-it-yourself, your mom cuts your hair because Le- you can't afford the barber haircut. Le- Leah's mom did that to her. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I know. We've, we've talked about it. Out of spite, she thinks. Like, there's a real dynamic, a real, like, she she needs to have a, if it was ever going to happen, it won't. But she, she, it would be like, I need to talk to you. And her mom would be like, what's up, you know? Yeah. Very surface. And Lee would be like, I want to talk about when I was 12 and you gave me a bowl cut. <laughs> and you, you were upset with me at the time about something. And I need to know if it was out of spite because it ruined a year of my life. Uh, I told the manager I wanted to return this jacket. He asked me why. I said for spite. We can't accept a return on spite. <laughs> well, fine. Then I don't want it anymore. <laughs> no, you already you said already spite. Said spite. A classic trope. Uh, it's no. like the Spite store, but <clears throat> uh, she, um, it really, I mean, if you listen to her tell it, if, if this was a podcast for her, she would tell you that, that what the impact of that haircut had. I mean, she was going to a new school. She was only there for that year. So people that were in that school only have that image of, mm. of you know, like you, yeah. you might think of a girl from, from elementary school 
just casually one day, strangely, in right. and out of your head. And you'll think about it, and you're like, I wonder if that person... But the only image you have <laughs> is of, like, a 12-year-old with a, a terrible... dumb haircut. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the, it's the image that's seared in. Yeah, there are, there are memories of, like, nameless faces from grade school where it's like, I don't remember their name. Like, there's this one girl, like, I don't remember her name, but I remember she had... Uh, either ranch or Caesar salad every day at lunch and she was a messy eater and she would just have creamy salad dressing all over her mouth. That's something that I've never understood with people in general. I, my drummer, when I had a band in high school and college, he was an adult and he was the kind of person who would like eat pizza or ice cream and the sauce and ice cream would accumulate in the corners of his mouth and he would never wipe it off. Saving part it. of it's part of it's from having a beard, but part of like I've always been a bite and wipe guy. Like bite and wipe, bite. Like I don't let, but like we would. I'd literally be at Wendy's with him, and I'd watch him eat a whole frosty, and just have ice cream ring around his whole mouth. I'm like, you're fucking 18 years old. What are you doing? Why? Why do you do? Why are you? Well, doing Well, for this? one, you said he was a man. I don't know an 18 year old man that's not like getting shot at in some foreign country. I'm not saying that's the only gauge, right? But I certainly wasn't a man at 18. I'm so, there are there are men at 18, usually hard men from hard lives. But I'll tell you who other people that those hard men don't have ice cream rings around their mouth. Yeah, I don't think a kid that that you know lost both parents at 10, yeah. lived in, in a home and then ran away at 14, is eating a McFlurry, like you know with a bukkake, milky stain coming down his cheeks. Yeah, I mean. I get it if you're eating and you have a beard and you have a nacho it's, it's and you not don't acceptable. know it's there. What I'm saying is... Who are these people that don't <laughs> grab a napkin while they're eating hot, hot wings? was another one. His whole family like would go out to wing night. Just wing sauce. I'm like, isn't that stinging the corners of your mouth? Why don't you wipe your mouth with... There's napkins aplenty. Yeah. They bring you extra napkins at places like this. Now, what I was going to ask you at the top of the show, if... We'll talk about the capital for a moment. I thought, if, right. well, I, I know what we said, but I had this question that I thought right. it's been in my mind all day. If you were watching the day after coverage when the FBI is flashing footage and images of people in the crowd, mm-hmm. if you saw someone you knew, would you rat them out? <laughs> I mean, or does, let it me, depend, or does it depend on who it is? Well, let me stop you there. You got, if you want to do that, I know you like the fun hypothetical. You gotta be. You gotta give me more. It's gotta be more layered. Because, like you said, I mean, well, there's people of all uh, ages in that uh, the, insurrection. The propensity for a lot of people is like, here's the problem. A lot of these people probably didn't get told on by their friends and family. Although a lot of them did flat out. Oh yeah, have so, you heard the story about the, the girl, girl turned that, in her mom, yeah. and her aunt and uncle? She made like a show of yeah, it. Yeah, she's like, hey, it's me, the liberal lesbian. You kicked <laughs> out of the house for going to Black Lives Matter marches because they're violent. <laughs> yeah, hers was more spite. That was a spite store situation. But most of these people live in that social media world. Yeah. So they have, what, I mean, 400 friends, in air quotes. Right. 500 friends. People that see them and have probably been thinking in their heads, if not actively engaged with them on comment sections, they've been thinking, this guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. And then they're watching live on CNN and, you know, Fox News, wherever, and they see this jabroni. Mm-hmm. They're instantly, they're, there's no connection there. Right. There's nothing that stops them from saying, oh, that is, that is so-and-so. That man's been crazy since the 11th grade. It goes, and then it becomes laundry yeah. list. 
I well, mean, the, there was that one. So the question is, you're saying if I saw someone I if knew, you, you, you got to give me more context. If you saw context. your grandfather <laughs> in the building, not some like innocent, I was there at the protest, but I stayed on the lot in the building with fucking zip ties in hand. <laughs> Looking ridiculous. Yeah, and he's got uh, his, and he's got an Amazon helmet on. No, I would you I turn would turn in your grandfather. I would because he needs <laughs> he needs protection from himself at that point. Like there's no amount of reason right. I can't I can't engage with him anymore via text or whatever. So I, even, I gotta even knowing that he could face ten years in federal prison. I think at his age, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean the real bad one is going to be, you know, they put out the. The picture of the guy that more or less is going to be going or facing homicide charges. Oh, the one with the fire extinguisher. Yeah. I they mean, still they got an ID'd him. They got you know they they have an ID they have an ID'd him, but they got a clear cut shot of the face. Yeah. I mean, it's just and it's just it's just a guy in a goatee. And the sad thing is, I hope his hat it said CFD. And I'm like, if you're a real firefighter, even a volunteer from a small podunk yeah. town, yeah, like. We gotta realize the odious taint that you've placed on the on any. It's to me, it's like one of those things where you're it's, you're not happy that it happened, but you're like, oh man, this is every layer is peeled away here. There, you have no nothing, no 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 place to take your hypocrisy now. Like yeah. blue lives never mattered. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. Well, now. that's the thing for like all of the everything you told these yeah. young kids when they <laughs> were doing these things. None of that was really the issue here. Yeah. It just makes you, it you such. You just didn't like uppity black people. That is, it's just you could not stand to think that <laughs> yeah. these people would finally take this. Would finally take the streets. And listen, even right there, I said these those Americans could yeah. not take a knee. They could not do anything. They could not go peacefully march. So of course, elements within. That's why it's like. The whole roundabout assessment from my end should be like, oh, all these people are, are now suspect. It's like you treated everyone with generalizations, and now Republicans and, and right wingers are going to face that same thing. Well, we're not the crazies, but this is, you know, well, our, well, we think of you as the crazies <laughs> because that is the tit for tat. It didn't start four years ago, but I'm just yeah. saying it's certainly, um, it's certainly a thing now. Sure. Uh, so I mean, you'd have to. I guess my grandfather's an easy yes. <laughs> Because, like I said, he needs help. He needs I need, someone needs to step in because he's clearly he's lost something. Like for me, it would be like, hey, my grandfather is not well. <laughs> I'm not I'm not entirely sure what medications that he is or is not on. Yeah. But I just saw this man in what looked like his father's antique World War II helmet, <laughs> and he had a starter jacket yeah. from 1992 that's signed by Herschel Walker. And I'm not no mask. No. <laughs> That was like when I started seeing the It's Antifa, I was like, you know how you know it's not? Because none of these morons have a mask on. Have you ever seen Antifa in a, in a rally? You know what the one identifier is for most members of Antifa? They cover not just their face, but their whole goddamn head. They tend to cover up their whole let's, head and let's face. Let's talk about that big, the big, the big boogaloo monster in the room there. This Antifa thing. It's... I don't suspect that hardcore, and we again calling them mem- members is such a mi- misnomer, because that's a key component. Yeah. To that, call it. I mean, I don't even know what you want to call Antifa. A thought of like a state of mind, almost for what it's becoming—the monster yeah. that's being created by the right about Antifa. That is, 
Yeah. But I don't think these people are any smarter, per se, than the, what we saw on display at the Capitol steps. I just no. think it's radicalized, of course, in different, in different ways. But the yeah. first, I mean, there's a... There's a key element for my argument against myself is that at the very least, though, they may be as dumb, but they understand the absolute fundamental simplicity and, and beautiful, you know, strategic play of hiding your identity. Yeah. Because I, I can't, that's why the mask, yeah, well, we've talked about masks on this what show. What Republican uh, hackers look like? You've got Anonymous in the Guy Fox mask. <laughs> And then, and then you've got Randy you got with his Oakleys from 1992. Clear lenses. <laughs> he's got a fucking Camelback with Gatorade on him, you know, so he can stay hydrated while he hacks. It's like, we, we've ID'd you. You're done. And I, that's another thing that I just, they cannot, they're, the people that I saw there seemed more likely to me to not understand the era of surveillance. Yeah, like, and to think that it's it, it it has a start date and that's it. It's never going to have an end date. This surveil society of ours. Mm-hmm. Like I know about it, and I live within it, and say, I what am I going to do about it? One mm-hmm. and two. Okay, if something terrible was to go wrong, I would like to know there might be something on tape that would help solve the crime or yada. Yeah, there's there's certain give and take to it all. Like all also inevitability. I mean, we were watching Enemy at the Gates in 1998. Think mm-hmm. of that movie. You remember, or not Enemy at the Gates, uh, Enemy of the State with Will Smith, oh, yeah, yeah, Surveillance, Gene, John Gene Boyd, Hackman. and Gene Hackman. Yeah. That was 1998. And those technologies were, that they were showing us were already well behind, 20 years behind what, what we actually were working with. Right. So it's not new. And that's what kept blowing my mind was just they're taking a stand against the pandemic kind of without the mask, right? That's mm-hmm. a key component. Yeah. And at the same, but you you sacrifice your ID by making that political statement. That is entirely dumb. And that's where I was like, oh, well, that's even if I thought if I wanted to entertain the notion that there was Antifa mixed in to stir the pot, which I will will discuss. Mm -hmm. I think because I've been thinking a lot about that. Yeah, it's they would have gotten there and said, there's no work to be done. (laughs) There's like if you and I, we're probably flagged now. If you and I were in Antifa, <laughs> in this very hypothetical situation, we would have gotten to the scene that day, stayed at a Holiday Inn, laughed yeah. our, you know, probably, let's be honest, if I was participating in that event, I would have been still been drinking, so we would have had some drinks. We get there, and we realize that our job, or whatever our objective is as yeah. members of Antifa, yeah. that we would instantly see there's no work to be done here. There's only small flames to spread that are already there. Well, yeah, it's like uh, it's like that perspective of, like, why would a terrorist from another country attack us now? Like, There's no need. There's no, there's no but, need to. I mean, <laughs> that country's own people just broke into the Capitol building. We don't need to go over there and stir shit up. <laughs> They're going to burn it down on their own. It'd be like if there were aliens, like outer space aliens, going, we could say hi, but, I mean, it'd be, we may as well just watch these people oh. nuke themselves. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, If you ask me about intelligence, you get caught up in them podcasts, watching, like, these guys on the Joe Rogan show, you know, physicists he brings in to keep it from being a total dumbass show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, these guys are talking about intelligent life and this and that, and I'm like, I think they already came and went. <laughs> you know, they like it's like that episode of South Park where it's all a test. Yeah, baby Fox McGeezak, see, I've got yeah, I've got the space cash, and then they all kill him and take the space cash. So our first interaction 
with intelligent life yeah. is killing this guy and then lying about it. It turns out it's all a ploy to find out exactly what kind of people humanity is. And guess what? We don't make the cut. Yeah. That's, I, I imagine if someone flew, they might have even flown around well before. Yeah. It, now, you know. It, just the, the, the pure stupidity on display. That one, that one picture of the dude in the sock hat and the Q shirt that said, uh, stick to the plan or whatever <laughs> with his arms outstretched. Like, when I saw his mugshot, I was like, this fucking guy looks like a sneeze. Like, wh- what the... F- like, these people look so stupid. Eric Erickson, <laughs> uh, yesterday on the radio, broke down how stupid QAnon is for his right-wing listeners. He's done that before, though. And, it's, and not, it's not going anywhere. It's like... It's like, come on. Like, how... Do, well, and what he did yesterday was he equated it to um, uh, idolatry. He said, he said, you've got pastors now. And there's fucking church pastors in that rally. <laughs> You've got pastors. Oh, Jesus now. flags everywhere! I you've saw got, a lot of igfuses. You've got pastors now equating Trump as like some second Messiah that deserves the same amount of uh, knee bending as Christ Himself, and you've and they're literally poisoning their congregations with bullshit, and those people are just swallowing it whole. <laughs> just like, oh yeah, Tom Hanks is totally a vampire. Eats eats kids and, and fucks them. I believe and praise Jesus too. Like. Like and it, you know not to not to be the typical like asshole atheist I am. If but Tom Hanks listened to this podcast, he'd be damn it, leave me out of this shit. <laughs> not to be my usual atheist asshole self, but when I when I like sort of dug into the Q shit a little bit after the Capitals, like, well, if these people are dumb enough to think they have an imaginary friend in another realm, they're probably dumb enough to think that Tom Hanks eats kids. Like it, it all is starting to come together. Like how many atheists are part of QAnon? Probably not a lot, I would imagine. You know, so <laughs> they aim lower, and the and the lowest common denominator, sad sad to say. I, I fucking love the bear hat dude. Who, I, I who saw won't I, eat because he can't get an organic meal in jail. I, I I thought I saw Bronco in the gang. I was looking for Banks. <laughs> I was looking for Banks in the audience. Yeah. If I'm honest, <laughs> he Did, wouldn't. He wouldn't. He didn't oh, if he had the him. means, if he had the means, I don't think he would. I don't think Banks cares enough <laughs> to go to the Capitol. But that was like that's the other thing is that I think there's levels in that crowd like anything else right it's not a bunch of not everyone stormed the building not everyone beat a cop to death right right so everyone's culpable but there's you know within reason and i certainly think there are people that that went there fired up stupid yeah but they had some drinks you know the alcohol <laughs> fuel, they talk about the delta flights people yeah. going out there that were just drinking 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 the atmosphere of a college football game is what started and then you get fueled up by you know Kumquat trial by com, trial by combat. <laughs> that was Rudy and that was Rudy and Trump's last happy day together. Oh, jeez. Trump order in the White House. Don't pay the legal fees. Block all the calls. <laughs> I'd love to be a fly on the wall in Rudy Giuliani's eyes. Like, wait, he's fucking me over. <laughs> like, yeah. Have you not noticed that he fucks everyone over? He'd probably fuck over one of his own kids. He may have already, for all we know, the, the, the one that nobody likes, Tiffany. She's probably gotten, like, like taken out of the will or something. Just for nothing. Yeah. The minute Jared Kushner or Trump Jr. is not worth anything to him, he'll fuck them over, too. Like, have you not been watching? Like, when Michael Cohen said, hey, be careful, he'll fuck you over, he wasn't lying. Like, how... You know, they were saying on the radio today that the White House official legal counsel has already said they won't defend him at the Senate trial. He's not going to pay Rudy because he failed. Yeah. And it's like, what lawyer? Like, who 
is there someone like maybe his son's stupid girlfriend, that one who was uh, dancing while they were right where they were storming the Capitol building, Gilfoyle, uh, whatever yeah. her name is. She looks like she, I mean she looks like a brunette cunt. Like she should be <laughs> next to brunette cunt in the dictionary. <laughs> Tiffany Gilfoyle, I think her name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's an attorney. Maybe she'd be dumb enough, but it's like, what person in their right mind would get into business with this? Like he's. They won't. They won't do that now, just because there's no there's no equity in it. There's no nothing to really come from defending him other than staying in his good graces. Yeah. And that won't matter. The less he matters. Well, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I would. I would have made the case golf, that there was. There's that we sh- that they, not that they shouldn't have done this. I think the action is fine. I just think if you're going to do this this route, if we're going to make this the the political minute here, just for Brian. <laughs> You wait a hundred days. You're in control now, or in five days you will be. Oh. You don't bring it to the Senate in the first hundred days. You go to work. You well, go that's to work. Gonna, that's going to be what's interesting. Cause... And then a hundred days in, you bring it back, and then two, three weeks, we'll see. You know, with all with with him down in Mar-a-Lago with no Twitter. I mean, <clears> he, he just won't matter. The great well, pleasure. His, his brand is weakening. New York City's already said they're gonna they're gonna cut any deals they've had with him. He's lost his. his see, PGA people are calling shit. this the cancer culture, and it's just not. It's just capitalism. This happens to anyone who doesn't matter anymore, especially well, yeah, someone if... <laughs> who flames out on such a level. Yeah. As to incite violence against other Americans, like there are companies that will take a stand on that, even even before it hits the the, the bottom line, they'll make a stand on that because yeah. not necessarily a business stand. Oh yeah, I saw a great meme around that who said, "For those of you having a hard time understanding Trump banning Twitter, picture imagine Twitter is a bakery and Trump is a gay couple wanting a wedding cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they don't they don't want to do it." Um, yeah, I mean, his brand is weakening, so he's not going to have that much clout. It will be interesting because... Yeah, I disagree with you on the clout. It's just that it's, that'll take more time. It's going to weaken over time, but I see, think. But see, my point was... And I, Mitch I don't think, already said he wants to get rid of Trump from the party. And that's not going to happen. But I don't think they should... I, I would not have made this move myself if I was in a position to oversee it. Impeachment? And I, yeah. And because I've, I just think ultimately the best move here is to let it transition and then let him just literally day by day become less and less significant well that's the interesting thing because you don't address it there's nothing to address anymore there's no reason to go to a trump rally there's no reason to be attuned and there won't be apparently to a trump tweet there won't be he has no gall and no one will give him money to start a media empire, so you there's no be so dumb. There's no real concern that I, I think he's going to create, you know, Donald Trump his own yeah. uh, social media platform. He, he has no, there, there's no real impetus to do that unless someone else does it for him and then pays for it too. It's just I see this this trajectory towards insignificance that I don't want messed with, <laughs> and I think there's ways to mess with it, and I think kind of. This, this impeachment could be one. I'm not saying it will be. And I, again, I'm not saying it's wrong. I just don't yeah. think it was a move that I would have made. Well, strategically, like if I was the leader of the Democrat Party... <laughs> I this would, is a fun hypothetical I, for all the listeners. I would be saying, like, don't... I would, I would be saying almost to some degree, let's not impeach. Because Mitch McConnell has already stated he's happy about the impeachment because he wants to separate Trump from the Republican Party. Because so long as Trump has pull and sway with his base, the Republican Party will be split. 
They've already pledged to primary anyone up for election in 2022 who wasn't on Team Trump. And if you're a Democrat who wants to continue winning nationally, you want that party to be splintered. Mm. So if I, I would be like, as much as bad as the optics will be for those who are really outraged, I think we should just fucking leave it alone and let the Republicans eat themselves. You know, they're, I mean, you say that, and then in four years, if he was to just on the off chance run again... At Biden's age now, he would be seventy-eight. Yeah, I mean, you you would be saying to yourself, "Oh, I, I wonder if we had, if we had tried impeachment four well, yeah. years ago, and if we had gotten enough senators to where he not only is he impeached for the first time, have we ever actually removed a president, even out of office, removed him, and sanctioned him to where he can't hold office again? That's what right. they want. I think well, ultimately, it'll be that's what people on the left." Want. Yeah, and I don't want him to come back. They it's don't bad want enough that we're going to have to probably deal with one of his dumb kids one day. Oh, yeah. Ivanka's talking about she might go to the inauguration, which would be a huge... Can you imagine? That's the other part. You'll be able to... <laughs> can you this. imagine a Trump who voice? <laughs> this is the part that you'll that, that I'm trying to get to. You will enjoy this if left with hands off. If it's mm. laissez-faire, you will watch him lose the empire, You know, mainly the money. You'll see this in his last years. You'll see the split in the family. You'll see Ivanka go her way and try to be a president or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And you'll see that he won't, he'll try to butt in on that. You'll see this epic story of a male, American, uh, American family failure. <laughs> the kind we all love, you know? Yeah. And you'll see this, this unbelievable rise to an unexpected victory that can only be matched by the epic nature of the fall. Right. And that's what will be allowed. The people that have been on this wave of four years of this, like us, yeah. some of them are more liberal like you, me, some more and just, wow, and have a brain in the middle like me, are going to have this beautiful, it's like a, it'll be like yeah. that sweet, sweet thing. I just hope you, COVID doesn't take me out so I live long enough to watch it happen. I, you seem like you live, <laughs> you do live in fear of it. At least I take precautions, but I'm not like... I don't want to die by COVID. I don't say that to me. It seems like this is the third straight pod you've thrown out some I mean, dead by fucking, COVID. That fucking uh, congressman or senator who was 41, got it, healthy, dead. See, how many times though, one of these guys got you know had a heart attack with a hooker and gin rat, and they're saying he died of COVID? <laughs> because it's a get out. It's like you can get yeah. away and you get sympathy. Yeah. Turns out he was just now, he was, he was you know, banging some poor 16-year-old boy. In a Genret hotel room, had a cardiac, and now he has COVID. He uh, came in the boy, <laughs> and he, his heart seized while he was coming in the boy. I, if anything, I feel worse for the boy. <laughs> he went out the way he would have wanted to. I mean, can you imagine having to lift a man off and out of you? And then having to make the phone call? Like, don't move, we're going to need DNA evidence. All right, push. Yeah, that'd be terrible. Um, I saw some good Dave stand-up. I'm going to tell you about because it, it hit me right in the truth, but he was talking about a guy got arrested for raping other men. Mm-hmm. This is in L- 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 uh, L.A., I believe. And they said that seven men came forward to say that this one gentleman had raped them. Mm-hmm. And, he's like, and if that's true, that man raped thousands. <laughs> because if yeah. you to get seven men yeah. to it, with the stigma... And the world we live in, and this culture of ours, to come forward and say, "Yeah, I was, I was raped," mm-hmm. like by a man. By a man. <laughs> and now I kind of like it. 
<laughs> See, I'm not making any joke about it. Because to me, can you imagine how emasculating? Beyond, that's just one. That's just one thing. Yeah. Beyond the physical experience. And then what's going through your mind when you're like, I am being raped. Again, I think we've had the would you rather before. I'd take that over any sort of oral force. That's why prison would just be terrible for us. Even even if a third of the stories are true. I mean, there, there'd be a part of me who... I, I would go into prison knowing, like, I have no chance at being tough or perceived as tough. I may as well shave my face, learn how to put on eyeliner, and become and become one of those lady, lady prisoners and just try to keep my sentence at what it's supposed to be. No time added for fighting. Just like... Come on in, get in, get in that hole. Yeah, I'm, that, I'm here's here, one. I'm, here's something for you to think I'm about. I'm ready for it. Just to keep it mildly funny and political, some of these folks are going to go to jails like that. Oh yeah, they storm the Capitol. The dude that only eats organic food and dressed like a Minnesota Viking. Hey, this dick's organic. Open your mouth. <laughs> I heard you only like organic food. I, hold, boy. I heard you only like all natural. <laughs> guess what? I'm uncut. And I like touching. I like touching the back of the throat. Oh, I'm all natural, boy. I heard you got two names, boy. <laughs> I like your bald head. What's that tattoo there? <laughs> Tell me. Your jaw dislocated. <laughs> it's gonna. <laughs> Just the whole time, he'll be asking himself. Every time you make a sound, I punch <laughs> you in the belly. <laughs> And there's the best part. Here's the best part. The whole time, it's all because they fell into an absolutely real deal cult. Yeah. And the person is Donald Trump. Yeah. Like you sold it all, man. You're you're not gonna get this. And here's the other stuff I was really I was chuckling up the other day, thinking like this did not turn out the way they they're gonna hope. Is that tool bag Ritter House, Rittenhouse that mm-hmm. killed them people in the summer? Yeah. Now he's out hanging them with Proud Boys and doing OK symbols and shit. Yeah. And he's he has, he's going to go to trial. It's just like, bro, at the end of the day, I guess you might have a good lawyer. We'll see. But you very well could go to prison for 25 years. And you, and you would have been thinking a year ago, you would have banked on, well, I'm going to get a pardon. Donald Trump will run re-election. <laughs> Which he, Donald Trump's going to get a third term. Like, <laughs> shit's going to change. <laughs> We're going to take this country back to when we liked it. Well, and that's when, like, when when the Capitol thing happened and then they took to the Senate floor to finish the, the uh, electoral vote certification, Mitch McConnell had to give two speeches that day that were both basically the same, like, I'm not doing this objection shit. After what happened today, I'm definitely not. Like, I don't like Mitch McConnell, but for a few minutes I was like, that's a Republican. That's a regular, swarmy, scheming, political Republican. We got us a bug that didn't, he was asleep in that log. He woke up to about the worst wake up imaginable. Maybe he'll find a way out. You'd think that. Oh, 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 this is hell. No, I'm (laughs) I'm dying in hell. That was his experience. Yeah. A guy came out of that log, and but he stupidly went back into it. Shit, I'll probably have bugs in my car if that's for that. Anyways, for for a moment, I was like, hey, you know, now now we're seeing that Republican. I mean, you could see Mitch McConnell realizing like this guy's gone. There's no reason to kiss his ass anymore. There's no reason to like 
it's a sure thing that the shit's about to switch, and now the optics are terrible if you're on his side. And so, cutting ties. And you saw, even fucking Lindsey Graham's like, it was a good ride, but I'm done. I'm off. <laughs> you know, I like my daddy, but I'm only <laughs> You know, and, and the, the reality there has is... to be the world's greatest... The world's greatest... Uh, you know, what do, you, what do we... The showgirls, like in a uh, fucking movie with Robin Williams. What, um, it's not show, showgirls, not the movie I'm thinking of. Robin Williams is gay. Nathan Lane is gay. Oh, Birdcage. Uh, Birdcage, yeah. Those kind of dancers. What do they call those? Is that just drag queens. Drag queens, thank yeah. you. Uh, there has to be someone out there that can pull off an amazing Lindsey Graham. <laughs> and then it would just be all about, you got to have a good name. Yeah. But sorry, that's what I was my brain was at was envisioning Lindsey Graham and drag. My name's Lindsey. <laughs> now but what's funny about I'm Candy Graham. What's funny about the about <laughs> face that your classic Republicans did that day was you know that all those people that stormed that building that are gonna go to jail are like, Wait, what? It's like, yeah, it's fucking politics and you fell victim to a, a fucking the next Jim Jones. You even drank the Kool Aid. And the worst is when we find out all these officers that were in on it. Well, they were just saying on WSB Today that they're investigating tours given by some of the congressmen, Republican congressmen and senators the day before because they found footage where some of the rioters, the mm-hmm. earpiece rioters, were part of these tours the day before being led by, like, Josh Hawley or somebody well, like that. They, they were going to offices that were unlabeled. Yeah. Clyburn's office, it doesn't have, not his office, it has the name on the door, but his actual working office is where they showed yeah. up. They're, the lady that like, there's weird ones out there about her her panic alarms were all of a sudden missing, torn out of the walls. Mm-hmm. I want to know about if that you know. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean they're they're now discussing it as a potential in coordinated well, inside job. Well, not with just that. Republican members of Congress, a, a, a big old um, Bitcoin money transfer from the Europe to these right wings thing uh, sites. 30 days ago that we, they, they believe funded. I mean, the guy already said on, on today, on the way over, the leading inv- investigator already said the scope and scale is far more than they, they could have anticipated. Yeah. Which tells, I mean, it says a lot. Because they're not just looking well, at, they're not just looking at camera shots. <laughs> there was nobody there to stop it either. Yeah, well, beyond that, <laughs> I'm saying beyond what we saw. Yeah. Which, all of this, if you look at what we saw versus what we're discovering versus pipe bombs versus guys with like all kinds of ordnance and trucks around the city those damn liberals when you when you piece this all together what you're going to see people the news will sell you is just oh this was incredible how much worse could it have been they'll do the news spin yeah and i see that and yeah they're not wrong to say this could have been incredible and so so bad but i also look at them like these are the dumbest fucking people imaginable well, yeah, they tried one that they tried. Took to face They tried. Say, yeah, we were there to hurt people. They tried like, to well, coup. Fuck now. They tried a coup, which is in fuck unfucking fathomable. Yeah. Considering everything you've ever said, again, that's what they said, right? About who you are. Yeah. They tried a coup, and I, but to see how they went about it, to see the even with even when if we assume <laughs> they got Bitcoin money in the millions, even if we assume that there was a patchwork of alt right associations that for the first time or maybe. Not for the first time, they might have been trying to work together, mm-hmm. right? If we assume all this network of alt-right worked together. This was the best they could do <laughs> with an unguarded house. 
Until, well, just wait. <clears throat> just wait till round two. It's going to be so much better. And they're going to say that. But now, if you if you read between the lines, they're saying to this other event on the 17th that they believe this is a trap. These, these alt-right people are telling their people not to go to the 17th rally because it's clearly a trap to mass arrest Trump supporters and to start a fight where there isn't a fight to make all of us look bad. So they're pleading for people to not go. I'm like, oh, wow. When your ideology actually starts to make sense after the eighth cycle of bullshit, you Bro, know those it's... FEMA camps, they're finally going to start using those FEMA camps. That's why we can't go on the 17th because they're going to round us up and they're going to put us in those FEMA camps. <laughs> Don't get the vaccine. It's got 5G in it. <laughs> now, real quick, live stream me saying all this shit. <laughs> you see, we're an Olympic. Oh, the amount of people, the Chuck Norris lookalike. You got the the Olympian that was wearing his Olympics jacket. Yeah. Is how he was identified. I just I love the self incriminating morons who like take to Facetime and go. They're saying on the news that we weren't there to hurt people. Bullshit. We were there to hurt people. Like, <laughs> well, you're extra fucked now. Like. You know, fucking zip tie guy with his AR-15. Like, oh, that, the best. The best a, that's an Air retired. Force Colonel. There's two. No, zip tie guy was the guy in all black who actually did have his mask on, and they yeah. ID'd him anyways. But the best was the retired Air Force Colonel, who claimed to have found the zip ties on the ground and picked them up so that he could give them to a police officer mm. nearby. And then he put them in his jacket, and he just forgot all about them. <laughs> and I wish to this day that I would have never picked up those zip ties. It's like I bet you wish you wouldn't have broken your fucking oath. <laughs> It sound, and your ex-wife turned you in, so it sounds like you're just a shithead all around. <laughs> you showed up for a peaceful protest in a flak jacket, a bulletproof vest, and a helmet. Well, Sell me on that, dipshit. Beyond, uh, you know, seeing that girl bleed out on television, that was pretty wild. But, of course, the one that just... You added it all up, and it felt like you were watching a National Lampoon's version of a coup. <laughs> Do you know? The little pockets oh, yeah, of things you would in a, see. In a National Lampoon's coup movie, you would have a man give himself a heart attack by tasing his tasing balls, his balls yeah. over and over again. It was like if, if Animal House was a coup. <laughs> because then you have this beautifully ironic... Um, and I have to... But I'll, see, that's not even fair because Animal House successfully, at the end of the film, ruined a parade. Yeah. And won. These people didn't win. And I didn't say it was. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying, the elements of. Yeah. But. My point is, drunk frat boys from the 1960s. Would have done better. They did better in their parade coup than these morons right. did for real. And then when you see this 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 QAnon crazy from Kennesaw, and this 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 honey sweet irony of oh, carrying don't a don't tread, tread on, on me, me yeah. flag only it's to be, as I said death. to you that night, treaded on Norman, you know, Morgan Freeman voice, <laughs> but she was treaded but she was again and again and again and, again. <laughs> and then again over and over <laughs> until life left her body and then one of the incels walked up and grabbed it by the pussy <laughs> hey man she's dead but her pussy's still alive <laughs> touch that pussy cause you ain't gonna get to any you're going to jail after today you better touch that that dead but still kinda warm pussy <laughs> that's fucking bad I wasn't gonna put it on <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm sure. Like, grab a titty, boy. Let's get out of here. Everything's on limits with these morons. Like, I know. Like, the guy who ta- potentially tases his balls to death. That's funny. But the girl literally carrying a "Don't Tread on Me" flag who trips because she was she was big. So yeah, she probably got got a little too ahead of her feet the way <laughs> fat people who run tend to do. And 
you know, bit the dust and then literally got treaded upon to death while her don't tread on me flag was somewhere Well, nearby. her friend that went with her said that she tripped during a push mm-hmm. right in to get through the doors. And he said, of course, that it was Antifa stirring things up. Which, yeah. What a great eye view that you have. Fucking idiot. You're like at the door and now you're going to, oh, Antifa. Yeah. Uh, well, that pastor, well, Ryan said Gibson, that the, the, initial, the initial push got her down. He said, I reached underneath her armpits. And I remember seeing that picture and looking at him. And I was like, son, you would have had a hard time picking her up if it was just you and her at the park. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You would have yeah. needed uh, her to go to her knees first, gather her a few breaths. Because this, I mean, I don't, I don't mean it. This is just the image. There's nothing racial about it. It's just, this would be, a, if Lizzo went down, <laughs> you're not getting her back up. You know, that's it. <laughs> oh, you were going to lift her from under her like, armpits? Oh, okay. Is that how that works? Once you get under the armpits of a 300-pound woman, you can just lift her? It's easy? Sell me something else, because I'm not buying it. I think you missed, you missed too many leg days, bro. I don't think you're picking that the only The only death that would have been better would have been someone wearing a Come and Take It t-shirt, <laughs> having their AR-15 taken from them, and then getting beaten yeah. to death with it. <laughs> Not even used. Not as used a, as a gun. <laughs> just literally someone grabbing it by the by the barrel, yanking it away, and just beating them to death with the butt stuff. That, I, would, have been the, that would have been the penultimate. I just can't. The stupidity on display of this coup was I was I, and on one token you watch and you're like wow and on the other hand you're like grateful you're like that's right that's right dumbass people are trying to do this 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 is not a coordinated in the sense a, a well coordinated attack this is not the big brains on Brad running this operation yeah and I think that to me was a good indicator because as we've talked over the years I always said I'm more concerned with the person that we don't hear from. Who's yeah. who's using that who's using that position to do their own thing? Yeah, like the serial killer you've never heard of. Yeah, but more <laughs> macro than micro, yeah. like that. I'm not talking about the guy that's using the four years of cover to like w- murder people. I'm talking per se. I'm talking about the guy that might murder millions with policy. Yeah, right. Uh, it was good to see some of these businesses, and I really love to see just how much folks on the right. Pretty much, probably, probably the left too. But you just now it's just so much clearer how much they just don't understand the Constitution. It's like you don't even understand the First Amendment. I don't know why I ever thought you would understand the Second, yeah, or the Third, or the one about slavery. I'm a militia. Yeah, I mean, you, I, 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 I took it upon myself to chastise myself and say I don't know why I would have thought they would have interpreted the First Amendment any any better than they do the Second. It's it's like okay. You can start a thing. You can own a business. Yeah. And like you just said, the, one of the most recent examples of this is, of course, I am a Christian baker. Mm-hmm. I pray over my dough, and I will not have my dough sullied with the tom foolishness and the sinful nature of homosexual people at their happy wet wedding festivals. Right. Right. And that's my call. We went all the way to the Supreme Court, and they said I could do that. Yeah. Cool. You can also so what we're face, saying is you, you can, can come into our sp- liberal fallout on the internet over it. Too. That's fine. That's all, that's that's court of public opinion. Yeah, that is a that is not yeah. a legislatable or a judicial place. But in the meantime, it's like okay, Twitter is not the 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 dot com that says come here and all your f- constitutional First Amendment rights are just granted. Yeah, 
I, it, no one's ever signed into that and ever thought that. I mean, first thing, you know, the boy screams fire in, in, a, in the crowded theater. It's like a parable mm. about why we don't do this. You can't just come into a place and, and spew shit, whether and j- typically hateful or otherwise. Generally, you shouldn't just be able to come in and say something that's, like, known. Yeah. I mean, yeah, known it's false. a big problem because now you've got big tech communication companies regulating what we can say to each other. Right. Well, let's go down there. We could talk about this. Like, yeah, but what I was going to say is... What, but look at what, the laissez-faire nature they took for years. Yeah. It took it took incitement of these morons using that vehicle over time yeah. and in the moment for them to say, we don't really want to be a part of this yeah. because what you're doing is what we believe is, is citing violence, right? Yeah. And they say, we have rules and regs, and we've honestly been really loose with them up to now. Yeah. But on this, we are on budging. And guess what? We started this. Mm. When you tweet, every time they tweeted, we make so much money. Mm. Every time he tweeted, it was money signs to them. Yeah. Until it's not anymore. Until that dollar figure is not worth what you get out. It's not worth what you've invested in. And it's within their rules and regs. Everyone signs up. No one gets sure. on there and just starts posting shit. This well, is not a First Amendment right. What what conservatives want with the gay bakery analogy, they want the gay the the Christian baker to win on the Supreme Court level, and they also want the court of public opinion to be hushed. Right. They don't like that they can win at the Supreme Court, but just be trashed so much on social media that they go out of business. It's like, well, Do they that's, go out of business. No, well, potentially. I mean, if enough, Who, the, the wedding cake company. Yeah, potentially. I don't know, but that's that's the. Point. Seems like they would have gotten a bump in business, just maybe from Christians. But that's my that's my point. You act like that base is small. If you know how many nanas were like, I think, I'm going to order my cake from Faith Plus One Cake you're missing, Bakery. You're missing what I'm saying. That your your conservatives they want them to win in the Supreme Court level, and they also want the court of public opinion to be silenced. Because they don't want, they that's don't a, want fascism one hundred and one. Yeah, they don't want social justice warriors to blow it up anymore on the internet. And it's they like, don't well, have you, the ability. It's like you don't get it both ways. It's free speech. If it's free speech for them, it's free speech for us. Their free speech hurts our dollar, though. Exactly. Well, and what's funny? Uh, I think it was uh, Janice Griffith on Instagram. <laughs> Love she, it. She said uh, just to bring <laughs> porn in. She said for all you people complaining about having your uh, your you know your privileges of social media being taken away like find any porn star and you know welcome to the club because that's all that crowd has dealt with from like day one of con- like Riley Reed has had her Instagram account taken down like 12 times yeah but is she, I mean is she, is she doing something nefarious I mean what are we talking about here no I mean not any more did she nefarious, show a nipple not any more nefarious than others it's like but because she's got 4 million views she's got a bigger platform but you can find full... No, man, walk me through. Let's be objective. You can Why find is she getting kicked off of these of these platforms? Nudity. Okay. But is you it, can... My is point it is explicitly you can, right there, no nudity? Yeah, but my point is you can find other smaller, lesser known accounts with more nudity, even penetration sometimes, and they're up and running. Okay. And they have, those have how many views? That's, that's the difference. Riley Reed has 4 million followers... And Jim Bob and his uh, swinger wife have maybe a thousand. And they're going to sneak. This is a part of any business, like a loss program, such like Costco. They know they're going to lose some money on some things. Yeah. What they're not going to do is chase down every Jim Bob. However, if an influencer who they've otherwise probably made a lot of money, Mm -hmm. I imagine she's made a lot of money from Instagram. Yeah. 
okay, so that she's made a lot of money, and they explicitly, <clears throat> you have four million people, that's wonderful. We probably are going to warn you again mm-hmm. to stop doing this, because we see you. Right. That you was, and I... But that was Janice Griffith's point, was like, all you people bitching about Trump losing Twitter, welcome to the world of every famous sex worker who gets kicked off of Instagram once yeah. a month. Like, I just don't... I, like, I this idea not, that all of a sudden <laughs> they're only oppressing the right, it's like, no, they're oppressing... Liberal naked porn star girls too. They they apply their policies to everyone, not just Donald Trump. You can't be Donald Trump and say, "Hey, let's have a white supremacist riot and try and kill Nancy Pelosi." And you also can't be Riley Reid and say, "Hey, check out my butthole." The we have is, rules and we apply them I, to both. I would love. It looked like when I watched it, of course, after the fact because I didn't catch it. The speech, the, you know, the preamble to all this, I didn't catch it. I've seen it since. It, it's clear that, to me, he's inciting violence. I mean, you can call it whatever you want. We can disagree. And, he's and, just a patriot. But he just I, loves I honestly think he... I, I didn't know he was capable. I think there was a few times he, he checked himself to make it just euphemistic enough. Mm-hmm. But you could tell, like like you just said, like, I honestly think I was... I was thinking one day he would really lose it, and that's what we would get. Like, let's go in the building, okay... And we're gonna let him know we're there. Zip tie and, guy uh, Find Chuck Schumer. Zip tie guy. I'm gonna zip need you. <laughs> zip tie guy. We're gonna need you. I'm gonna be there. And I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be. I- I'll be there. I'll be there in spirit. I'll be front row. All of it, you know. Now that, uh, that I mean, <laughs> it's just somebody yesterday said for everybody bitching that the president's been silenced, I'd like to show you his official speaking platform, and it was the it was the press room. Yeah. With his podium, it's like. Anytime he wants to address this country, he can walk right up there and they'll cover it. They will absolutely cover it. And and it's like, yeah, but nobody who's behind the scenes trying to influence him wants him to talk. Because he'll go out there and put his foot in his mouth and ruin more elections for more senators and just continue (laughs) to fuck over the party that he happens to be associated with. It's like, yeah, there's a reason he's hid behind Twitter for four years. Because he's terrible at speaking off the cuff. He doesn't know how. Uh, he's a... Uh, it's truly a train wreck. It's it's something to behold, I will say that. It is... Um, I just... And to think that it's not even close to over, and to think my personal thought is this is just... Uh, this wasn't the end of a thing. This was the, the percolating pot. This is the beginning of things. This is a new er- era yeah. of... Well, because nothing changes. This is it's like cheating in a relationship. You might f- forgive, right, and you mm. might move on, but no one forgot that it didn't change anything on the timeline. Well, yeah, you've got you've got. So all we're these... gonna think of this event and and very it, it's we didn't it wasn't three thousand people, so it's not nine eleven. Yeah. But to think that this that this happened and we all watched it in live real time, it, it's in, it's just. Incredible. <laughs> I like that you've got all these Republican congressmen and women and senators like, like now is a time for unity. <laughs> that I'm has like, been pretty entertaining. I'm like, oh, didn't you have a fuck your feelings t-shirt on four years ago? Well, didn't, didn't you have a she lost it over Let it? us not pretend that that hypocrisy knows any poli- political It's on party. both sides, but the, just the idea that, hey, hey, now that we've lost all political power... <laughs> On the legislative and executive level, I think it's time we come together and 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 bipartisan effort. I'm like, no, no. I remember your speech from the six. This no, get, fuck this you. Gets, well, those people in particular, yes. But this gets back to what I told you. I, if you tracked these podcasts, it was quite clear. I never expected this. Mm-hmm. Never expected this. I was pretty 
before COVID, I was pretty hardcore that we got we had four more years coming. Yeah. And that would be that. And not only do we not have that, apparently, we're gonna have a blue state, which is absolutely incredible. Two blue senators. Yeah, we're locked um, in for at least six years. Well, no, because Warnock has to run, and he's on a short I, I, term. I so. know. Well, that's true. We're we're locked in for a definite two, and if and if Warnock wins re-election, which they're saying he's poised to do, we're locked in for for a definite six. We're going to have a blue governor. If if Abrams chose to run again, mm. you'll have a blue governor. All that to say, I could not have anticipated all this. And I, what I had said though, all those months ago, is I'm not sure I'm comfortable with what is going to happen, it seems clear to me now, mm-hmm. is that, I don't know if you've seen uh, The Watchmen. Have you seen The, the Watchmen show? No. no. Well, for those who do, that's, you know... there's have seen the movie. Okay, same thing. The big blue guy. Yeah. Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. That's like the Democratic Party right now, and they're going to try to just, like you said with that prison rape that we did, they're going to try to just dick it in the mouth. Yeah. They're going to start in the mouth. They're not even going to... Like, they know... and. They, they know and the Republicans know that we're all working towards hard, unlubed anal. Yeah. But right now, they're <laughs> going to go for the mouth. And I, I just don't, I never wanted that. Because if we go tit for tat and keep Time it is of the it, essence, though. Because if you've only got two years to make look, any no, no, sort no. of progressive Legislation change. is one thing. Yeah. Legislation is one thing. But, like, there's going to be certain things where it's clear and obvious that it's fun to be petty. But might it be more helpful yeah. if we not do that? Well, the thing that they're going to be up against, not to take it too serious in a direction, is the fact that you mentioned most people clearly don't understand the Constitution. I can't tell you how many excited liberal friends I've talked to who don't understand the filibuster and the two-thirds rule. Mm. It's like, listen, yeah, Warnock and, and Ossoff won, and now Kamala's the deciding vote. That's for budgetary shit only. Mm-hmm. You still have to have two-thirds of the, of the Senate to push through anything progressive like the Green New Deal. And the fucking West Virginia Democrat senator, whatever his name is, has already come out and said, I'm not going to caucus with Democrats on that. I will not vote for the Green New Deal, and I will not vote to end the filibuster. This has only happened, I think they said the last time that we had a 50-50 split with the House. It only lasted six months mm-hmm. until some of these local elections that come up year to year yeah. change the balance. It's just It'll be difficult. <clears throat> you know, none of that matters. I'm trying to take a breath... And get through 100 days and let people get back to work. Well, you know, I jokingly said the other day on the phone that it's like Operation Warp Speed just kind of petered out after they had the shit made. And they're like, yeah, and we'll, after we make it, we'll, uh, <laughs> I don't know, somebody will figure out how to get it to people, right? All right, moving on. Let's figure I mean, out folks, if this shit was fraud. Folks ain't taking this thing, man. Like people you said, healthcare yeah. workers are, are, are startlingly, startlingly high proportion of healthcare workers are saying no thank you to this. Yeah, which is why the healthcare workers... Now, here's the question is, about is that. stupid. Just on tonight's fucking... serious episode of TPTO, here's the, here's the question I have. Dick, I just I would want to know, of the 40%, give or take, that they say, <laughs> of the 40% of these healthcare workers that are saying no thank you to this, I just want to know what percentage of those is it all political. Yeah, or is it I I caught it back in the spring dealing with people. I'm not worried about getting it again. I'm 28. Right, maybe that. I I just want to know like is it is it solely political or is there like is is there the mix in of saying someone saying like come on, we've never had a vaccine in 3 years, 4 years, let alone 9 months. Yeah. I don't I don't know what's in that. I don't want to deal with some crazy fallout. Well, but then like 
Yeah, you just, it, it you just does, don't know what wormhole. Because I don't want. I guess what I'm saying is, it was startling to me because I would imagine if I was in that situation and I was having to be hospitalized, that's like the place where you just want to trust everything. You want to. You want to know that the people there have scary, got you. It's scary to think. I don't want to find out my nurse is a member of is QAnon. A <laughs> And it's scary to come to the realization like, that Ooh, there, dude, 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 there this, are some. Let's put it out there and watch it come back to us like everything else that we sometimes do think yeah. is funny and then we see it on TV that's yeah. not on. Uh, it's very Stephen Kingish to get, like, that could be like a little a novella, a guy that gets COVID after he's tried really hard to do the right thing and mm. his nurse is, like, QAnon and, like, where's the shit? Like, yeah. kind of discreetly... And it's doing weird shit. Like, your doses are getting weird. Like, <laughs> I just want you to know that everything I've been injecting you with is just sugar water. Because the things that this hospital gives out are They're frozen. trying to kill you. They're trying to kill you. <laughs> I'm dying now. No. Dot, dot. Shh, shh. Don't call him. He doesn't believe in God. He believes in science. <laughs> That's your nurse. <laughs> That's the thing, though. There are QAnon nurses. Yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah. Like I go back to that 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 moment when I was at the bowling alley in Alabama and I saw doctors and nurses, men in lab coats, chain smoking cigarettes outside of the hospital. Like you're like a hot dog maker who eats hot dogs. Now hold on. Let's assume too that some of those people are just miserable. It doesn't matter that their profession is a doctor or a orderly or a nurse whatever like they probably they could be working an 18 hour day like a fucking soldier yeah and just said to themselves you know what fuck it yeah and you you should know That's like true. just you and I know better than most that even even when we had the habit and we yeah. were or before it there were days where you're like yeah fuck it it just goes to show so don't judge folks out there it just goes to show no matter what your profession no matter what your formal education you could still be a moron. Chances are that retired Air Force dude was probably very respected at his post at one point. And now he's a fucking joke. It's it's scary like it's scary to think like what if half the military Oh yeah was they have I mean, was into QAnon. I know we're just doing like a current events lecture here, but they had to send like make a public statement. The army felt the pressing need, the joint chiefs of staff felt like they had to say, Hey guys, when we made that pledge it was to the Constitution, okay? <laughs> not to Donald not, Trump. Not to Donald Trump. It's not like America Uber Alice, okay, guys? <laughs> we know, we know, some of you, clearly. You know, like we I know look. a lot of you guys have cross tattoos on your back. Yeah. And uh, and flags and distress tattoos on your forearms. And also let's talk about the incredible <laughs> amount of rapes and murders happening I've on base seen these days. the Q literature. <laughs> It's still a free country. Hoorah, we're fighting for that. But let's not forget that we pledge to protect and defend the Constitution, not the president. And if the president does something that is what? Unconstitutional. Then that's a problem for us. All right. Now there are crayons in all the bends and now, the corners. Go sleep on these really ice cold granite floors of the Capitol tonight, okay, guys? Hoorah, thanks. Yeah, we're gonna need you to babysit America what because we're terrible too optics. Well, I mean, it's, listen, bivouacking on the like floor. Like a nurse. Listen, bivouacking on the floor of the Capitol makes yeah. it, that's gonna win someone a Pulitzer. Yeah, right. I get it. 
but in today's modern army, like we t- everyone talked about the budget for defense and how easy a bunch of fucking neckbeards got into the capital, yeah. seventy billion dollars, seven hundred billion dollars, seven hundred billion dollars for defense, and a fuck, fucking Jim Bob broke in <laughs> with a with a spear, a fucking spear with a Trump flag on it, and you're done, done. Down. Tell me some more about how we can't afford fucking socialized medicine. Well, yeah, but that same token, what were we talking about before? You got off on the Jim Bob? That was funny. <laughs> we were talking, to, I mean, in general, we were talking about how there are stupid people in, <laughs> in, in every corner of the world. Like, just, just, just knowing that, like, the doctor that you see on a regular basis to monitor your blood pressure <laughs> and your heart medicine might personally think that the devil <laughs> is in pharmaceuticals hey, and be look. giving you sugar pills. Well, he might not be wrong. <laughs> he might not be wrong. But I it's mean, just, it, it does like the, the events of that day. When you think about, when you think about how many yeah. doctors and nurses are saying no to a vaccine that is so far not proven that, to be a problem. That's right. That's what we were. Well, I don't know. Someone, uh, Who's hearing things? Where do you read things now? Where does one take in their news and feel absolutely accurate? I have heard on multiple news, from multiple news sources, that there is like a four out of every thousand come down with Bell's palsy or something like that. And it's limited? Yeah. Like, it's... it's, You're not like this for like years. And (laughs) add to that, you've already got people who've done their second round, and so far they're fine. Oh, check this, right? So it's guy, like, what are you afraid of? Guy covertly, he didn't covertly, he asked on FB, he says, uh, for those who had COVID, how long did you not have your sense of taste? And that's one that would just drive me crazy. I would literally be inside my head going nuts if I couldn't taste or smell, right? And sure. and, she, and they said, uh, uh, you know, there are certain things. So I texted him, I was like, you got, you all all right? You know, you're doing good? He's like, yeah, we're, we're all right, I got the COVID. And I said, all right, that sucks. Like, the whole family got it. And I was like, you, oh, Dan, like you and the girls? And he said, well, no, like the whole, whole family got it. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Now, mind you, this is over text. Yeah. So then there's that social faux pas. I'll be like, I know he's kind of a conservative fellow. He knows I'm kind of like pretty much anti that. Yeah. So is it okay for me to ask? Like, did you get it at Christmas, bud? <laughs> like a little bit of judgment, like you know. Did uh, you go to a holiday party <laughs> without a mask on? Right. You see what I'm saying? It's like, well, uh, so I just said, I, I think I just made it as general as like, is holiday celebration get, go awry, something like that. No, I was fucking wearing my mask <laughs> under my nose at Kroger, <laughs> and this this nine year old sneezed on me. I didn't think anything of it at the time. I, I do love seeing the nose out. People like, yes, that is the one. Yeah. You could probably walk around here mouth breathing and get away with it. But if he gets in the like, fuck, man, you, you, may, you may as well grab a spear, too, and go pledge your loyalty to QAnon. Like, are, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, the, the old Bill Ingvall joke of, like, whenever I feel bad about myself, I just go to the fair and look around. And I'm like, I don't, you don't need a fair anymore. You just need to fucking turn on the news and look for conservatives like yeah I'm doing way better I'm doing I may not have the money that that one does I don't but know I, I haven't committed my life to the idea that Tom Hanks eats babies I so I, I'm doing better than they there are there is if that is your measuring stick you're doing well <laughs> like just 
just to look at the crowd at the Capitol and go like, yeah, I'm <laughs> like all that did, unfortunately, was intensify my cocky hubris for how much better I am than other people. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. You were definitely. That's what I'm saying. There were people watching that day that were like, fuck, yeah, not at the scene. Yeah. But like, finally, there's nowhere for y'all to go. Yeah. This is who you are. No, it was it was vindicating. <laughs> I was like, yeah, there, I, I, I said to you and I said to Kristen, I said, we have four years of podcast proof about how we've labeled this shit from day one. It's like, I love the vindication. I love knowing that there's footage that I've been right <laughs> for fucking four years about just... The, the dopamine hit that you got that day, right, is the vindication. Yeah, my, my ball... But where it's like, okay, now My balls drop. And that's a why farther. I'm afraid of the... I don't, like, let that be enough. Let's not, let's not blue dick the entire world just because we well, can. Well, and I go back to what I was saying before. I think that your extremists on the left who want blood are going to have to come to that awkward realization like the way fucking the Senate rules work. You're not going to just start blue-dicking everybody. <laughs> I mean, Joe Biden's, his whole objective for the first hundred days is to get a hundred million vaccines out and get this shit under control. I'll go back to what I said about Operation Warp Speed. You can pat those people on the back all you want, the reality is they fucking tripped at the goal line with the distribution. Which might not be on them. People that make, people that develop vaccines don't distribute vaccines. Right. That's a, that's a different... Again, I go back, like, what if the president of America wasn't focused on overturning an election for November, December, and January, and focused on distributing the vaccine that he spearheaded the creation of? Right. What if you had leadership on a national level who said, states... Do this. We're going to follow this protocol. Healthcare workers aren't taking it. That's out. We're moving to 75 and up. And in a month, we're moving to 55 and up. What if you had coordinated, organized, mature adult planning on the on an executive level in this country? The man in charge for the last three months has done nothing but try and flip an election that he legitimately lost. <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 whatever, COVID. I don't even talk about that in the news anymore. We, we made a vaccine. They'll figure it out. Meanwhile, you've got governors like, hey, we're not getting enough. We, you know, we need this many. We only got that many. People aren't taking it. Well, what the testing's we getting weird, too. There's nowhere to get a... I mean, there's ways to get a test now, like I told you to get them, but <clears throat> like, it used I, to be much more access. I know that you might think what I want to see is a swift blue dicking, but what I would love to see is a swift blue efficiency. Yeah, no, that's that would where be, that's ideal. Fucking Kamala and Biden and the intelligent, educated people who don't have QAnon conspiracy theories rattling through their heads, they all swear in and they go, boom, do this, boom, do that, and you just see the fucking numbers come down. It's like, that's how, like, like him or not, like the party or not, that's how you fucking run a country. You don't, you don't tweet from the toilet because you fucking shit nine times a day. <laughs> Like, I, I, I don't that. want to see as, as the 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 childish part of me does want to see a blue dicking. But what I want to see, what I want to happen is for things to become so good and efficient and better that it's like you see, you see what you get. Like regardless of party, elect an adult next time. Just elect an adult. That's all you have to do. <laughs> Choose a mature adult who will lead. And who will graciously lose if he does. I know. Just choose a fucking adult from now on. And get rid of Ted Cruz. <laughs> I don't think... I, I, that'll, it, the, the snake will eat the snake on that one. I mean, I, I, again... I'm, that would be the one <laughs> temptation to be like, hey, I know you said you won't vote to get rid of the filibuster, but if you did, <laughs> we could potentially 
remove Ted Cruz from the Senate. Just putting that out there. Slow clap starts from the back of the, <laughs> even on the Republican Okay, all right, side. let's undo the filibuster, take a vote, get him out, and then we'll put the filibuster <laughs> back in the place. <laughs> He's just sitting there. <laughs> Hang on a second. My fr- I'm part of the Freedom Caucus. Uh, yeah, no, you're out. We don't want you. <laughs> that Holly motherfucker is going to go with you, too. Y'all are gone. That, it Only is, grown-ups it, from now on. It's just, I, it's just <laughs> such a strange time to be alive, really. And I, again, I know we say that about every time. Every time we could say that. But I think sometimes strife makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like if you experience the first or, or maybe the Second World War from an American perspective as we would have, it would have made sense. Yeah. This is shitty. Yeah. But I totally understand why I'm here. Wait, There's they, a mission yeah. here. Uh, I, I, I'll say this you know, off track a little bit. I found this website that, Goes into great detail and has all the old after-action reports for uh, Papa Eason, mm. that our our great great the na- grand, the native. our great grandfather who the one we get our Cherokee blood from. No, I don't think so. Maybe I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But anyways, this guy I don't was, know, it was Pa Hen. Yeah, that's Pa Hen. Yeah. This is Papa Eason that, that was a farmer and went to World War Two, right. and fought with the 121st. This dude, I mean, <clears throat> I haven't seen his name in any of this. Doesn't mean much. Yeah, but. Uh, fucking had to be a badass. Just just on where he was. The five battles he participated in were, like, incredibly bad. Mm. Like, not... Glory is relative, right? Yeah. The things they did garnered a lot of praise, but the fact that he had, he survived this to go back home and then poop out a grandmother... or have a grandmother that doesn't, you know, know us now. <laughs> but still, for us to be blood-linked to this yeah. man is... You would be... I know it's not your thing to, like, get, you know, get your Johnnies up reading about your old ancestors or anything, but this man had to have been a badass to consider what he went through. Speaking of that, I, uh, post-Christmas, but after New Year's, I I finally watched 1917. Oh. Let's hear it. Very, very good. I mean, give me me a rating. I'll give that movie a 9.4. I think that's right where I'm at. I had it up there in the 9, I think 9.3 to 9.4, 9.5 range. They executed the single shot thing pretty flawlessly. You could tell, I could kind of spot some breaks, like, where you could break and, and seam it in, but the action, like, just the pace of it, I didn't, spoiler alert, I didn't expect one of the starting two dudes to die. I kind of expected them to both make it through to the end. But when it comes to any movie... That was a case... Go ahead. When it comes to most modern movies, I try not to read ahead. Because I don't, like... It's terrible when you see a trailer and they give away 80% of the movie. I won't say this one gave away 80%, but they definitely gave away that one of these guys that doesn't make this journey. Because the whole journey is about, you know, getting there. Yeah. The whole thing is about getting there. I didn't pay attention to the trailers with and that one. The the really best moment of the trailer that they concocted was the the guy, mm. we'll just leave it there, yeah. at the end, uh, running as those men are running, are starting to jump off behind him to yeah. lead that ill-fated charge. Yeah. When you only see one, and mm. you've seen that shot from a wide angle... I, when they started out on the journey, I was like, "All right." So I'm not saying it ruined the movie for <laughs> me, but I, was, I, said, I do believe I said that portly one's not gonna, or not portly. It was that's Tommen from Game of Thrones. So I was like, "I don't think he's gonna make it." Yeah. And Leah was like, "You just she, she she knows that about me in movies. I can I usually call out whatever is about to happen like 30 minutes before because there's the same shit. Yeah. Every movie's just repackaged and done. Someone's already done it. 
No, for was, the most part. Yeah, it was, it was a it was a great ride of a movie. But by far the most the best war movie I've ever seen. Well, and that's what I was going to say like when you when you're watching that and you take a moment to acknowledge that this isn't fiction. Like some it of is what fiction. some of what you're seeing is fictional, but an ex- there's probably a very close to real life example of everything he went through. All, all brought together on one person. Yeah. There's probably a it's guy... It's a composite sketch of many, yeah, many situations. There's probably a, there was probably a man in World War One, who who had a one-on-one gun battle with a German that took a shot, you know, to the top of the head <laughs> and fell down some stairs. There's probably a guy who found a French girl and a baby and stayed the night with her. Like, and happened to have some milk. Yeah. There's, and happened to have probably a guy who slowly strangled to death a young German while his drunk uh, fellow German peed outside. There are examples, I'm sure, and they just threw them all on this guy. But when you watch it, when you watch it and go, fuck, somebody really did this shit, and I'm over here scratching my balls, having my sixth, you know, uh, bourbon for the year. It's like, goddamn. Like, I've got it easy. Uh, yeah, we do have it easy, but I, I hadn't thought of it that way. You're right. He does go go through quite a bit. When yeah. you spell it out like that, I, I kind of forget. And that's just that one town. Everything I just threw out that's to you, that's town. just that one town yeah. that he has to literally sprint out of, dive into water, now with no gun, Yeah. and float through a waterfall all, to only come upon dead bodies, Yeah. and then walk into the woods to, I guess, listen to a guy sing, Oh, Danny Boy, or something. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, Danny boy. That'd be the last thing. I'd be like, I don't want to die. Like, watching him float down that river, I was like, I, in my mind, I'd be thinking, like, I still got to get to where I'm going. That's important. I, these people are going to die if I don't. But also, like, how the fuck do I get out of here if mm-hmm. I can't find anybody? I'm just in the woods now. <laughs> I have no gun, no helmet. Forget a phone. I don't have any. I, I gave oh. my milk to the girl. <laughs> If this river just takes me into French wilderness, what do I do? I can't even start a fire. Everything can't on probably me is kill wet. myself. Here. I have no options. My, I like my from my toes to my scalp. I'm wet. What can I do now? I'm hungry. I haven't eaten real food in like a year. It's getting worse and worse. My only friend for like the last nine months my, is dead. My friend for the last fifteen days, more likely, is dead. I mean, that's just, the cycles of friendship. To just, Pete. Uh, I mean, if we're talking frontline, Western Front, Eastern Front, even in that war, Bashendale in the in the East, the the lifeline is incredibly short. Yeah, you've spent. You spend the majority of your days in a white ditch, well, wondering no. if you're gonna die. See, here's here's the let me let me just help you there because that's not exactly how this goes. Yeah. So those men would be typically six to seven days on the line. Mm-hmm. Then they come off. It's just a rotation. It's a big green grinding yeah. rotation, right? So the next the next unit comes in six days. There's one. There's units in reserve. All those trenches were a network. Right. Right. So you didn't want to be on that firing line. That was where bombs dropped consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your artillery and all that shit. But I mean, one, one second you're lighting a cigarette, the next second your head is it, off of it, your body. It, it quite literally was a situation where the best I ever heard said was a, a, a soldier in the German army saying, 
it doesn't make any sense. Like you're just there and then you're not. Mm-hmm. And, and there's no, there's no interpersonality to it. If you're getting shot, you know, someone's seen you yeah. and they're shooting at you. Whereas this thing is just a piece of hot, steamy metal full up with all other kinds of metal yeah. that just all of a sudden just drops from a great height, makes a whistle and blows up your two best friends. And they're just gone. Yeah. It was this, this notion that we're, like you said, then we're sitting here and I'm like smoking, eating edibles. <laughs> this is, I like watching these documentaries. I want to watch Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> I watch Mrs. Doubtfire. I just night. watched that the other day. <laughs> it makes you all sentimental. I'm gonna. That's true. I'm gonna pause Mrs. Doubtfire and I'm gonna go jerk <laughs> off to a Riley Reed video, <laughs> and then I'm gonna get the cool ranch Doritos. I'm gonna come sit back down. and I'm gonna finish Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> That's what I do at my age. <laughs> Man who came before me, literally bayonet fighting to death. For for all manner of different things, land, yeah, women, but what? I'm just I'm gonna go crank one out. <laughs> that video where she's got the pink baseball hat on backwards and she's really deep, deep <laughs> it. She makes good eye contact the whole time. Yeah. The men of two thousands yeah. and twenties. You know what? Fuck, I'm gonna get Cool Ranch and Nacho Cheese. <laughs> fuck it. Combine the bag. I kind of want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich now too, <laughs> and a big glass of milk. You know what? I'm going to skip the Riley Reid video. I'm going to go straight to the food. And once I'm full, then, <laughs> then I'll, I'll turn Because <laughs> maybe there's something to that Louis C.K. joke, and the milk will make me come back. <laughs> In the meantime, I'm going to eat another edible. <laughs> That's pretty right. Life is hard. I could go for a PB&J. <laughs> I love peanut butter and jellies, man. I'll put, I, I'll put pe- extra peanuts on top. I, I love do. It. I've never done that, but when, in the old day, when I still... I'm already rocking crunchy peanut butter. I'm saying yeah. I'm just taking more whole peanuts. When I still lived at home and I would get stoned in the afternoons, that was what I would do. I would make a big peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and I liked the salty Dorito that went with it. I would do Cool Ranch or Nacho, just depending on what was there, and I would drink milk with it. Oh, yeah. I'd get high as a kite and eat maybe two sandwiches a half a bag of Doritos and just down milk with it. <laughs> and then I would go crank one out. Bradley Reed was a ten year old that's good at I'm that sorry, time man. so she wasn't part just of it. Women even the mental image they know and probably don't like to reflect just us just yeah. half bag of Doritos two crunchy peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and a big old half gallon of milk. Yeah. And now and an we're oyster just in your belly hunched button. over in the bathroom yeah. or wherever. Yeah. An, yeah. 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 Asleep with an oyster <laughs> in your belly button. Just it's not even white anymore. It's all gone clear and it's just it rolling down your stomach and you're just <laughs> Women I mean, I thought about this today. Women just they don't have a I mean, some do. There are some perv women out there, but for the most part, they don't understand how low we can be. Like, you go to Reddit and you just browse Reddit porn and there's, I saw this today, there's literally a girl just laying on her side, exposing her asshole and spreading it open. I'm like, there's guys that want, that came here to see that. I happened upon it. Like, came here to see that big asshole? they, They came here to see that and and the girlfriend they're dating right now has no idea that they want to see that asshole. 
Like, women don't understand the depths of depravity <laughs> that our sexual impulses can, can take I us I want to be careful about when we say women don't understand. I, I believe they do. I, but, I, I, like you said, I, I believe that there's a naivete is the word I would attach to it. Sure. Most women would look at us and be like, oh, you're just, just disgusting. There's yeah. like a, a blasé, like, dismissal of, like, you're just gross and that's just stupid. Yeah. But they probably, to your point... It's the naivete to not understand that like, maybe that depravity goes farther than just <laughs> like funny. Yeah. Or what I think is like, oh, stop it, you're being silly. Yeah. When in reality, maybe he does want to have the neighbor come over and eat my asshole. <laughs> I... Yeah, they don't understand that like there is a cluster of guys who get together in a chat forum on Reddit to discuss which balloon knot is better looking. That's really the thing? I mean, there's all kinds of shit on Reddit. See, people tell me to get on Reddit. You scroll the comments, you can literally see guys like saying, "Like, I like this girl's butthole, but I like this girl's butthole better." And girl, I don't think women are having that conversation, and I don't think they're fully aware to the extent that men are. Uh, well, hold on, because I didn't know that. I didn't. I mean, and so well, you got to get on Reddit. Well, that, here's the thing: I assumed it, and yeah. that was enough for me. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we should just spend any time thinking about these men until it becomes butthole inciting. Yeah. I, you know. Well, the thing that I think that women would benefit from if they got on Reddit was they, they, they would see that the, the sort of flashy magazine cover um, porno standard doesn't exist in the real world. As far as buttholes? Just as far as bodies in general. Like, I, I, if I scroll through all the just... I don't subscribe to anything. I'll so just, you're on Reddit looking at Reddit porn. This is a... Yeah. Okay. I'll just, like, scroll through it. And it's it's literally dealer's choice of what you might see on the next swipe. It's okay. all hetero. I, I do have that filter. So these are real women. My point is, like... to be. I want to be clear about yeah, this. These are real women. Yeah. And all kinds of body types, ethnicities. My point is, like, when you, you, you swipe through one and you go, like, oh, maybe me. I'm like, I don't like this. But yeah. then you look at the amount of upvotes... And, and and positive comments, and she's stubbly, and she's got a a, a zit on her mons, oh. and she's and she's got weird stretch marks around her boobs. Like, there's four thousand guys who liked this picture, and there's some and and those guys all have girlfriends who are trying their best to look like Jessica Alba, and they don't realize that they don't really have to, because <laughs> fucking their boyfriend's gross, and he likes just about. Any vagina that moves. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, I guess I won't say presumptiveness there, but I, I guess I'm more concerned. I'm, I'm less concerned with the buttholes and just knowing what else is available. You said this was a, a, a buffet. There's, I mean, every, anything you can imagine is on Reddit. Really? Most of what I will browse is usually like OnlyFans girls. So you're just subverting the pay site, OnlyFans. Well, no, these are girls that have an OnlyFans page, but then they also post shit to Reddit to promote their OnlyFans page. Oh. <clears throat> so Reddit doesn't have any of these rules and regulations? Uh, no, I would imagine that there's probably a line. There's probably there's legalities. That you, I mean, there's nothing, to my knowledge, there's nothing uh, uh, underaged or illegal going on. Okay. But I'm sure there's some. I'm sure there's some proud boys. And yet, on you didn't know about these child labor for the Girl Scouts and these cookies. I assumed. <laughs> I like how you said that. You're like the liberal that it doesn't matter to you until it affects you generally. I assume. I assume all organizations that are rooted in some sort of 
religion have nefarious means today. It is funny, too. I've never really considered that angle for you to have both girls, or at least you will have both girls involved in Girl Scouts. That is a very Christian organization. They're doing it because Kristen did it, and Kristen's nostalgic for it because she liked it when she was that age. But she also got out of it. Like, you know, there are, I know, I knew guys who were like, I'm going to get my Eagle Scout. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking talk to girls. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to encourage my children to be lifelong Girl Scouts. Say that about what, say what you will about this. I, I felt like something was amiss with those organizations from the jump. Well, they, I judged it on the kids who did it. I was like, those kids are weird. Yeah, well, and, and, they might, and the Boy Scouts just feels pedo it, it instantly feels pedo I, I don't want to go into the woods with some guy that's not my dad. I was in, uh, well, Adam Carolla has that famous joke of, of when it comes time to have the, uh, the annual Boy Scout camp retreat, the best way to find the, the best way to find the chaperones is to ask who wants to chaperone the camp retreat, and whoever raises their hand, they're out. <laughs> you want the guy in the back who's trying to hide his face, because he's not going to diddle your kids. The guy who's raising his hands, me, 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 me. He wants to do it. <laughs> but I was in the, like, Boy Scouts is already Christian. I was in an even, like, I was in the fucking, like, SS of Boy Scouts. Yeah, you really the were. Royal Rangers. Whoa. That is a Pentecostal Assemblies of God version of the Boy Scouts that is, like, hyper-Christian. Like, Boy, Boy Scouts are just the Vermont. They might have, I was in the fucking yeah. Panzer SS. Yeah, you were in the SS units. <laughs> And that shit, that didn't last very long. You want to talk, like, it doesn't take long for you to realize, like, fuck, I'm going to be branded a total nerd if I stay in this shit. Fucking paper airplane contest. Give me the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's all about industry, man, putting shit together. I think you have a play date. I know, you, and it's getting kind of cold. But you had something to put together with some Barbies, did you not? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, got, we, I don't want to cause any. I know you missed dinner. And we're trying right. to do these I'll be early. able to go in there and eat, but we could probably, we could probably wrap it up. We didn't, we didn't have a Christmas episode. Was your holiday season good? Uh, yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah, the first times in a while. I, I don't ever, I, I don't ever go into these things expecting much because mm. that's not been the expectation. That's not been where right. I've seen it. It's more about the kids. It's more about the woman's. You know, yeah. I guess I'm speaking in terms of like gift giving. The holiday's always fun. Yeah, but I usually don't get anything, and, and this year I did. So that was new. Better than Nixon? Mm, I mean, you can't <laughs> judge a thing. I got some, some new some new wedges. Oh, and nice. Some, and some... Um, I mean, there's just some, some weird things that I, I, I'll enjoy. I got a, a kitchen torch. Nice. I got um, uh, some new binoculars. So, I mean, there's, there's some weird things that I, I wouldn't have thought to ask for that I actually will enjoy using. So that was kind of cool. But yeah, I, <clears throat> Matt, well, like I was telling you about Matt Anderson, his whole family got it. Right. I didn't say his name, and now I did. Now you did. Now I did. Matt Anderson. Yeah. Which, it's funny, that's Kristen's ex-husband's name. That's weird. <laughs> Not the same. <laughs> but he, they had a plan. The whole right-wing family decided they were going to get together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they all, they all quarantined, and, they, and he said, I thought it would go unsaid that, and it did go unsaid, like, if you feel sick, don't come. Someone <clears> didn't <throat> feel good, mm-hmm. even after the quarantine. Yeah. That they clearly didn't adhere to, and brought it, and the whole family got. It. Yeah. So they all recovered after a terrible, terrible fight. Now he's got pneumonia. So it's like tough time right now, mm. and all because someone didn't take the quarantine seriously. Someone came to the event not feeling well, which is just insane to me. Yeah. 
And that's all it takes. I mean, my in-laws, they had their scare. They and admitted after the fact it was stupid to go to a neighborhood dinner and find out the date the next day that the people who hosted it have COVID. <laughs> and so it ruined Christmas for them. We didn't see which it ruined it for them. It was my it was my perfect Christmas because we literally gonna say it's not a jab at them, but all I've ever wanted since I had kids was to stay home yeah. on Christmas Eve and Christmas. On Christmas Eve, we made gingerbread cookies from scratch, like nothing pre-made, fucking stayed in pajamas all day, cleaned the house so it would be nice and neat for Santa to come, and on Christmas Day, I had pre-bought, like, honey-baked ham, I made mashed potatoes, we didn't leave the house, it was wonderful. But they did that to themselves by doing this party. What's funny is, during Christmas, I was sick with a cold that the girls had brought home from school. Assuming it might be COVID, I went and got, I ended up, I think I did two tests during that period. They were always negative. Called my doctor. He said, well, I still want to treat you like you're positive. I'm going to give you antibiotics for bronchitis. And it's also what I'm giving anyone who tests positive for COVID. It's not going to fix COVID, but it will keep your lungs from inflaming to where you might be at risk for oxygen or something. Right. Um, so even knowing that I was sick with something, my in-laws were desperate to see us, and we still ended up going to their house, and I was like, you're sure you're comfortable with me coming over? I am sick. I never had a fever, and none of them ever got sick, so whatever I had must have been past the contagious period. Well, that's glorious news. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, it was fun. I feel like there's so much going on. I've already, I've, Christmas seriously feels like a, such a long time ago. Yeah, it is, all, it is. all the things we said about 2020, and I had this, everyone, it's 2021, fuck you, 2020. I'm like, yeah, look how it started. <laughs> it's the same. It's got, I'd love to hear everyone else's stories. Text like, us and tell us, you know, I didn't see Alan in the, in the Capitol riot. I don't know he wasn't there. You know, I want to see. Is there anybody know. from the pod group you wouldn't rat out? I Anybody I wouldn't rat out. So it's wouldn't? Yeah. Assume every member from the pod text group was in the riot. Uh-huh. Is there anybody you would spare? Boy. <laughs> uh, probably Burke. I was going to say, I'd spare Burke. Burke, just because he's my, he's my homie for life. And plus, I have questions. Like, why were you there? There, there may be a reason he was there. Yeah, I honestly think if I saw Burke there, I'd be more inclined to believe that it was an Antifa inside job. Yeah, or maybe he heard, he heard they were giving away lesbian porn. Yeah, they just joined a big line. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe lesbian porn here, so I got in line. <laughs> they just let me into the damn capital. <laughs> no, probably Burke, because I'd ask, but I'd ask, but really no one, because I, I I would contact you to be like, hey. They just so you know, so, I saw your face. I would like to know what was going on there. What happened, buddy? <laughs> and if I felt like I got a square answer, like if you told me I was going there to fucking invade the Capitol, I'd be less inclined. I wanted to kill that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I've appreciated your listenership uh, for the last few years, but uh, I'm going to rat you We're going to turn you, we're gonna turn you in on this we're, one. We're definitely going to We're definitely going to turn you in on We're going to make a real show of it, too. <laughs> We're gonna do a big, big release party of the news that we have. Of, we know exactly who that dude is. I think because again, at the end of the day, these people that are getting turned in are getting turned in by people who they beef with down at the club in, yeah. a- in Ackworth. Yeah. Or the dude that bullied that they bullied in high school. 
was like instantly like, oh, that's him. <laughs> like, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? They don't have any qualms. They don't even, like, he has kids. Don't give a fuck. That man ruined my life. You know, like all the bitter enmity yeah. that can build up when there's this social media engagement. Don't tread on me. Get my armpits, Randy. Get my Step it on me. <laughs> Dead. The worst part, it's so fucked up. Damn. But the worst part is that it's not the one step. It's not like a fucking Thomas Zoller or C. Thomas, whatever Zoller move, movie where yeah, someone. She, she didn't get no one head, comes in with a yeah. boot that just goes yeah, right through the skull. Head in skull. <laughs> her organs were slowly mashed by the feet of morons. <laughs> Think of it more of a, a tenderizing yeah. over time. Yeah. Like, you know, if, if like a if a Amazonian tribe tied you down to be eaten to death by fire ants, it wouldn't happen fast. It'd be slow and miserable. And you have to wonder, even if the the dumbest person is dying this way, if even for a moment they recognize the irony in the flag they were carrying. No. No, I, I, the, if we, it, the meme of their death would be like that scene from The Patriot where everything's going badly, but until Mel Gibson picks up the flag and charges right back the way that all the men are, they're all retreating from, and they, t- they see him, and they find their resolve, and they turn around. You know, their mind, yeah. they were in a Roland Emmerich movie, yeah. charging the, the ballast days, taking back the people's house. They one, they wouldn't even know what the word the people's house meant. Right. But they were taking what was theirs. Heads on pikes. It was a Game of Thrones carnival atmosphere. Well, not to make it even uh, darker, but that almost makes you more giddy when you realize that there are at least four people who think they died in a revolution and don't know how it ended. No. (laughs) And maybe good on them. Like, you know, they they don't have to. They'll never know how bad. They won't know that me and you are... No, I get well, but the problem is they're going to spread QAnon throughout the afterlife. Well, that and they're already. Like, they're so already, wait, how'd you die? Well, I was part of overthrowing the capital. The mystique has already started, right? <laughs> that the Ashley Babbitt girl. They've already. She's an American patriot. This and that. And I was like, all I saw was a dumb dumb try to crawl through uh, a, some plexiglass and take one in the throat. Yeah, I watched it live as it happened. I saw the, the <laughs> not live as it happened. I saw the later when they released the because Fox News ran something. That was weird. They showed her bleeding out, but that's all they had. Later yeah. on, we see the gun, and I was wondering. I bet that dude. I would not be surprised if the guy who killed himself the day after or two days later was the dude that fired that shot. Like he just, in all his career, mm-hmm. he might have never had to just discharge his weapon, and he had to shoot this 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 basically this Karen that came forcing her way through the door. He just pow. See the you know you would yeah. see it. You would see the round hit her in the neck. And now I, uh, you go home, you got to live with yourself. It's crazy. I made plenty of posts during that day that were mocking it, but I didn't make any real attempts to piss off or gaslight any uh, right-wingers in a Facebook-like thread. But there was one girl who was talking about how disgusting it was that people were mocking this, you know, what's-her-name's death. And I was like, uh, this is an easy one to, to, to do here, and I'm just going to do this real quick. And I said, well, you know, as she slowly bled out, the species got stronger. <laughs> and I just left it at that. You just had to do it. I was like, I'm going to do this one, because uh, I know you're not going to say anything back, and, uh, and it's a good I jab. Take, I, t- I, took no pl- I took no pleasure in it. That's the thing. I just don't have any remorse either. It's this weird purgatory of indifference. Well, yeah, you don't feel bad for all the people who drank Jim Jones Kool-Aid and and, 
and died as a result. Well, that's different. Some of those people gave that to their kids who didn't yeah. who didn't have a choice to make. Well, I mean, you know. how many of the people at the Capitol are indoctrinating their kids with the same bullshit? I mean, that didn't I mean, I saw some young people, but that crowd looked pretty middle-aged me, you know, on me, on median average yeah. to me. I didn't I'm just saying that's a different comparison. That's all I'm saying. Well, but well, I am slowly but, bleeding out note. <laughs> yeah, Tommy <WFCK>! the <laughs> No Gibson, exactly. Freedom! Uh, no, no. You the irony here is you're about to lose at least 10 years of it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You have the freedom to choose mouth or butt for the next 10 years. Welcome. My name's Randy. I'm your cellmate. <laughs> I heard you don't like people I like. That's it. I don't really need a reason, to be honest with you. A lot of prisoners come to jail and they, they try to better themselves. They spend time in the library. They get their GED. I chose to just completely disassociate. I'm basically Charlie from It's Always Sunny. I'm the stupidest man in here. And I heard you did something that a lot of people don't like, so I'm going to rape you. <laughs> like that dude when someone comes their first day it's a but it's a very elaborate well-written speech a lot of men come into prison feeling a certain kind of way about their experience and expecting things you know like kind of comforting yeah. like a grandfather would yeah like some men harbor ill resentments and try to get revenge or they don't like your personality or anything any number of things me i don't care I'm just gonna rape your asshole anyway, <laughs> because I'm bored. <laughs> you know, like that would be like, I'd be like, oh my god, that's that's the truth. Yeah, like you're not gay, you're just bored. Yeah, and he and, and you want to bust your nut. I'm just bored, and my <laughs> hands are calloused <laughs> from strangling so many other men to death. So I suggest you go along. I'm gonna have to strangle you to death too. It's easier if I tell you now. I'm going to do it in two weeks. Now, you can stick your fingers down your throat to generate some lube, or I can. And I'll tell you right now, you don't want it to be me. <laughs> the worst thing. Just fucking sitting there crying. <laughs> that would be top, top three worst things a grown man can say to you right there, dude. Now, you can take two fingers and shove them down your throat to work up some lube. Oh, I can. <laughs> but I promise you, you don't want you don't to be want me. Me. <laughs> That Those are words that break a man right there. <laughs> Fucking Jake Agnelli, Bullhorn Man. Just, <laughs> just one organic <laughs> Fingers slowly going into his mouth. Like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> Worst. You can tell me all about Q. Just say it under that pillow. <laughs> uh, now you... Oh, yeah. You tell me all about Let's, Q. Just yell it into the pillow, boy. <laughs> W-F-E-C-K. The band. Holla.